0: Um, so you think about all the people you blessed, but it's really neat when you think of the um, legiology or whatever it was called that you're creating legacy. What was the word? You <laughs>
1: was <laughs> the word? <laughs> dy-
2: dynastic was <laughs> the dynastic word he used. Dynasty. <laughs> but I, I think we need to invent I a like, whole branch of like theology. Leg-ology. Yeah, legiology. <laughs> the, the, the study of wine and how it makes legs. The
1: legs.
0: This is the Beatitudes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to one of the most amazing experiences you're going to have this entire hour. It's the Beatitudes, a uh, show for Christian men that are bonding together in authentic fraternity, the real fraternity, the one that matters because it's Christ-centered. It's, it's fraternity through the Trinity. All the way to eternity.
2: Amen. And if you want to have the experience last two hours, play us at half speed. <laughs>
0: yes. and and you Don't have
2: that much time. Speed it up. <laughs> yeah. Time one point two five, you know, is usually a good middle of the roadway. That's right.
0: I'm Jeff Shufflebein. I'm one of the Beatitudes, and I'm grateful to be here with my co hosts who I love dearly and I'm trying to whip their butts in a game throughout the entire season. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. You're getting close. Real I'm close. Trying. Man. I'm Real trying. close. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Nick Besner. Yo, yo,
0: Nick and Paul <laughs> Culker, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know we got a lot of humorous, holiness, and great, amazing guestinists, and uh, <laughs> nailed it. I know. <laughs> how
3: does he do it? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Every, all th- every time he makes <laughs> up my a inbox new
2: word, is just flooded with.
0: <laughs> how does Jeff keep coming up with this? How does he do it? He how just, does he do it?
2: Something about adding ness to the end of the word.
0: Yeah, it's my shuffleness. So. The thing that's happening today that I can't wait to have everybody here listen to and be a part of, first of all, promote and subscribe. Do that first. Oh, yeah. But then this is the first time we've ever had a relative of one of our guests show up as a guest. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. So we have world-renowned speaker, author, pilgrim host, uh, article writer, guide, uh, Man, I, apologist. I mean, this guy knows it all. Dr. Italy, a.k.a. Well, I'll say your real name first. Marcellino <laughs> D'Ambrosio, a.k.a. Dr. Doctor Italy. Italy. Woo.
4: Welcome to the show, Dr. Hey, Italy. Hey, it's great to be here. Can I be a beatitude?
0: Uh, you already are.
4: You I am? Okay.
0: Yeah, by birthing Anthony and Marcellino, <laughs> that, you didn't birth them. Well, yeah,
2: wait. <laughs> no, I, it, Let's talk some I mean, biology. Uh, <laughs> We struggle
3: with
0: geography and <laughs> yes. biology. Yeah. I'm bad at the G's. I'm good at the N's. Hey, so we had your son, Anthony, on the show, and it was phenomenal.
2: Oh, he and he jumped right in and, like, took hold of things and just took over for moments. It was really fun.
0: And then we're with your other son, Marcellino, literally every week. Like, he's just a presence here in the Vatican Valley that we all work in. And both those guys and you have had a f- tremendous and profound impact on our lives and on our families. So, we're just blessed
4: to be in the greatness of Dr. Italy. Well, I am blessed to ride my son's coattails.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the tree doesn't fall far from the apple. That's right. <laughs> I remember my
0: mother-in-law, when I first met her, her email address was Jamanda's mom because she was Jake and Amanda's mom. I'm like, man, I guess we all kind of get lost in the identity of our kids eventually. So mine's going to be like the significant 17 or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
4: So why Dr. Italy? Where does that part of this moniker come from? It's really simple. No one can pronounce my name. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but they know it's Italian, and they know that I'm a professor. So Dr. Italy became uh, the, the short forwarding address from my website. When I'm on EWTN, and there's only just a little, uh, like you have four seconds, are going to flash that up on the screen. MarcellinoD'Ambrosio.com is not going <laughs> to work. Lots you know, right? of L's and A's and yeah, O's yeah, yeah. and so apostrophes.
2: Yeah, where do you put the apostrophe in a web yeah, address? There you go. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, It's it's actually one of my big pet peeves, Paul. It's like this is supposed to be the information age, and it, it, we're supposed to be so smart, but our computers cannot deal with apostrophes. Right? It's wow. just really ridiculous. Mm. People have had apostrophes in their last name for Eons for, yeah. you know, at least since the 1200s. So, like, what's the matter? What is, what's the deal with this, you know? Well, this is really blowing my mind. I might need
0: to take a break
4: from the show. <laughs>
3: and you were talking lineage uh, just there pre-show. You're at least the third in the Marcellino? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. no. I'm
4: the fourth. You're the fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so the Marcellino that works he here is, is the a fifth, fifth.
3: That's right. And his son is the, the sixth. sixth. Oh oh my amazing my yeah. oh, dynastic,
4: dynastic ambitions.
2: No
0: That's a real <laughs> word, dynastic? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it is now. Set in yeah. the dynasty, yeah. That's yeah. elastic yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I try that? No?
2: I, I don't know what it means, but yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: Dr. Italy, um, let's back way up. Let's let's talk about young Dr. Italy when he was just a pre-med uh, little marcher.
2: <laughs> small small Italy. Little Lino? I, Italino. Oh, Italino. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, but, but Master Italy, so like before Ph.D. Before master, that's right. Master yeah. Italy. Yeah, or Bachelor Italy. What yeah. was Bachelor Italy like?
4: <laughs> let's go well, way back there. Let's go to high school Italy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so high school Italy was, um, my dad was a professional piano player. My mom was a professional wow. dancer. Godmother was um, a, a singer and who sang in, in Ricky Ricardo's band. Actually. Whoa! This no one, way. Band. No, she was the lead singer for <laughs> yes. his band. Yes. She yeah she was at the Copacabana before Desi discovered her so what? but anyway no way yeah yeah so so I, so naturally you went into theology I went exactly <laughs> I had no interest in school I hated high school I hated school. I wanted to, I was playing professionally played bass guitar you know, I started first gig for hire was thirteen playing in a proper professional band at sixteen all the guys were in their twenties playing nightclubs wow. Yeah. Normal. So I, I wanted to go to Berklee School of Music in Boston where all the yeah. uh, blues, rock and acid, you know, people <laughs> went, you know, <laughs> and, and that's what I wanted to do. And, and uh, so I, but I had kind of an about face, you know, I had a serious encounter with Jesus. And uh, had I gone to church before then? Yes, I'd never missed church. Yeah. But, you know, not because it was the source and summit of my life, but because I didn't want to go to hell. So yeah, it was kind of like, like box checking. It was it box <laughs> checking. Um, and, you know, I prayed every night. What is profound
0: yeah. encounter
4: with Jesus? There's people listening to this that don't have any encounter with Jesus. You've had a profound one. Well, I had a profound one because I met, I'm looking for adventure, I'm looking for excitement, I'm looking for glory. And I, I found uh, people who were having a much more exciting and adventuresome life mm. following Jesus. And some of them were my age, some of them were older. And, you know, I was kind of amazed, really. That uh, some of the older ones were more youthful than the younger ones in their mm-hmm. spirit because of the joy that they that they were exuding. Anyway, I with in and these all were Catholic as a matter of fact. So so many people have encountered Jesus outside the Catholic Church. For me, it was inside the church in this in a renewal movement that um, just made me want to live for Him entirely. Yes. Um, he touched me in a way that I, I rock and roll was was cool and a lot of things were cool, but. Uh, living for him, following Jesus as a disciple, prayer, that's so much more exciting. So that's basically uh, what happened to me when I was 16 or so. So, you know, eventually I had spent another year playing professional music and um, thinking I was going to go to Berkeley. But after about a year, after a few barroom brawls while we're playing music, (laughs) I remember once I was in a band that uh, at one point there was a nightclub band and it was like Chicago, Blood, Sweat and Tears. We had a horn section and um There was 400 college-age people listening to us at this mixer, and some folks were drinking too much and made a play for some other guys' girls, and so a brawl broke out, and the whole police force of this little town was called in. It was like 22 policemen on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And we're trying to calm the crowd. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're dragging, they are dragging. They were dragging a guy handcuffed across the dance floor. I mean, his body's sliding on the dance floor. And we're playing Color My World to try Amazing. to calm them down. And after that, I said, you know, I don't need this. <laughs> I'd rather not go to bed at 3 a.m. I'd rather get up at, at 6 a.m. and have quiet yeah. prayer. Mm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so basically it kind of led me into seminary and mm. then led me out of seminary. I um, had no idea you did a seminary yeah, tour. Four, yep. Actually, I lived in seminary seven years of my life, believe it or wow. It. not. Wow. Yeah. Not a short tour. You know, Paul was in seminary. you
0: got a lot in common. I don't know that. He's part of the reason that
2: of... I was in <laughs> seminary, actually. Yeah, there, Small world. There's a there lot go. we don't there, know. No, you,
4: there's so much you don't know.
0: <laughs> well,
2: it's it's because I knew his sons in youth group, mm-hmm. and we were all kind of talking about it at the same time. Well, he was the connection that got us into um, in Minnesota was... Was the Have way. Have you ever
0: heard there's something in the water here? Because <laughs> when, when you hear stories like this, yeah. I mean, even I was just in Florida and somebody's like, You go to the same church as Jackie and Bobby, right? And I'm like, Yeah. yeah right. How do you know
1: <laughs> that? We're all,
0: and by the way, I see Marcellino there all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we all go to the same church. Come <laughs> hang out. We'll build a bigger church.
2: That's it. That's it. It's already happening, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to pounce on your story. You yep. were in seminary for, for seven years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. You inspired, and yeah. and it's all part of renewal, right? I think this this uh, the gift of the Spirit when you feel alive and not dead in this in your faith. You said it like so many people go outside the Catholic Church to find an encounter and then work their way back into something with the sacraments and the source and summit, and the Eucharist. Yeah. But they find it because somebody else is acting in that charismatic, um, alive way. Yeah. You right. found it in a, a renewal that was rooted in the Catholicism still.
4: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. So, what do you do after that? You you finally stop uh, calming people down during brawls and go to bed at three, <laughs> three in the morning?
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I began. You know, who I I had no idea. I in high school, I had never gotten an A, uh, Bs, Cs, and Fs. And all you of a sudden, right over D. Uh, yeah, I, I, did. I skipped over <laughs> D, and uh, all I got no it, for, no time for D's. All, all of a B's, sudden, I'm, I'm not only doing great, but I'm loving it in college and mm. grad school. Yeah. And um, I had some just un- unbelievable mentors. One of them was Avery Dulles, who later was made cardinal. Oh wow! Which because because he was such an amazing um, teacher. And hey, where did you go? I went to Catholic University in D.C. Got it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there was a kind of a lot of famous professors that I had. But you know, I, what an opportunity to sit Their at joke. the feet of a masters like this, you know? So anyway, uh, that led me into a career in teaching. Came here to Dallas because of the University of Dallas, where I taught for seven years. But actually, evangelism—sharing uh, the gospel in a popular way—with first of all with kids—you um, go into a high school and try to talk to kids about living a life of holiness, and you gotta—you you just gotta be prepared for some pushback, you know—and you, <laughs> you gotta be creative in the way you share. So, uh, I actually toured with a Christian band, a Catholic band, that went into high schools and proclaimed the gospel there, telling stories and. Um, that was good training to be a popular teacher, not just, a you know, the, the ivory tower, egg, egghead <laughs> professor type, but but somebody who can communicate with ordinary people. So that's kind of been my passion is to share the richness of the faith with ordinary people of all ages and to do it in story form and, and using all, really, all forms of media. So, you know, that, back, I was in Catholic Radio back in 1978, started doing what? that. and. EWTN in the '80s uh, TV, so a website, and and now honestly, I'm really really proud to see my son working in creating a, a movie that is going to break some new ground. Yeah, if um,
0: anybody doesn't know this, uh, your son Anthony, who was probably our third or fourth guest. Yeah, on the he was show, yeah, early, I think early yeah. third. I mean, he would probably credit the Beatitudes for launching. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, necessarily.
2: Uh, so he
0: he created a film about what happened when Colby. Voluntarily took the space of another man in the starvation chamber and tells that story like nobody's ever even explored it before. That kind of 12 Angry Men meets uh, The Chosen and then went, took that proof of concept and made, or is in making, the yeah. feature length film.
2: Yeah, He went to Poland. Yeah. He did it all in like three months, too. Yeah, I the mean, they kick- just.
0: The
3: Kickstarter's live right now. There's a couple, yep. couple more weeks left. Yeah. yeah. More than halfway meeting yeah. your goal. Yeah. yeah
2: they raised yeah. 20 grand for the post production stuff, which is a lot of work. Yep. I mean, people don't realize how much goes into making these movies. And so they raised 20 grand in like 24 hours. I mean, it was an insane amount. And now they're doing their push goal of trying to get to 80, 80 grand.
0: That's right. The part that I keep being blown away by is I know that guy, and what he's putting out is Hollywood level <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like I'm used to my friends making stuff, and I'm like, Oh, you're making a film for class, or this is cool. And I like your film a lot, so I'm not saying this about your film. <laughs> <laughs> your film's winning no. awards all uh, over the yeah, place, yeah. by the no, way. No, I'm taking yeah. this very personally. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, and actually, yours Correct. is a good example of this too. Like, you're used to your friends producing stuff, and you're like, that's cool, I enjoyed it. And then you see something like Together that Paul made. You see the feature length film, which I don't know anybody making feature length anything. And you're like, it's a lot. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Brother, I think that you go back to EWTN or Catholic Radio in 78, great year, by the way. I'm <laughs> I've been rocking this free world since '78. (laughs) Um, And then you think about uh, all the people's lives that you've blessed. I think Deacon Harold Burke Sivers was on here talking about you. Um, So you think about all the people you've blessed. But it's really neat when you think of the. Legiology, or whatever it was called that you're creating legacy what was
2: the word dynastic was the word he used (laughs) (laughs) but i i think we need to invent a whole branch of theology yeah legiology. (laughs) the (laughs) the study of wine and how it makes legs you're
0: you're continuing though because you raised children in a home where jesus was alive and present I think that's phenomenal. So what you started all this stuff when did you get into
4: books or writing like what has that journey been like? Um, I started writing back in, two, I think it was 2000 or so um, I, I was doing a, a series uh, for uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of alpha. some people have heard of yeah, alpha yeah. okay so alpha but I think the a, people listening might need to hear what it is okay yeah. okay so alpha is a course that's more of an experience that introduces people who don't know anything about the Lord necessarily to Jesus, to the basic gospel. And it was actually created in an Episcopalian or Anglican church in England. And uh, it was blessed, really, by church authority to be used in the Catholic Church back in, like, I don't know, it was about 2000 that the the cardinal who's in charge of lay um, apostolate, it was an American, Cardinal Stafford. And he looked over Alpha and he said, you really need this. We need this in our parishes. But the problem is there's not a lot of follow-up. If people get all excited about Jesus and they don't have a path to run on, there's a problem. So we need—you guys need to create some more courses that will bring them further in and open up the sacraments. And so um, I don't know if, if anyone's ever heard of um, Raniero Canta la Mesa. Mm. He's now a cardinal. At the time, he was a Capuchin— Friar, who was the Pope's preacher. So Raniero Cantalamessa and I were both asked to do courses wow. as follow-up for Alpha, and we did those together in England. It was a beautiful experience. And um, anyway, my first book really is a transcript of that course. Cool. And um, What's that book called? It's called Exploring the Catholic Church. It's out of print now. What We Believe... Um, which is a, a book that I co-wrote with Ascension Press. It's kind of the f- really kind of the, the, the modern uh, reincarnation of that book, yeah, and, you know, it's much better than that book. But anyway, uh, that, was, that was my launch into writing a book. for. Wow. And yeah.
0: How many books under your belt? I think five. I just put up five like I knew that. I think, I think <laughs> it's five. <laughs> uh, well here's on? the yeah. answer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, gosh, here. that's awesome.
0: Hey, it's like, uh, I won't ask this of your children, but what's your favorite book?
4: The, that, of he, yours. He, that I wrote? Yes. Gosh, that's a hard one. Come on. Don't act like they're kids. Just say <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah. What, who's your favorite child? Yeah, no. just go there. <laughs> <laughs> just yes. Like, <laughs> well, that changes. That changes on a regular basis. Fair, fair <laughs> enough.
4: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there's a book I wrote called uh, When the Church Was Young. And it's about the early church fathers. Mm. And I fell in love with the fathers right after my conversion when my spiritual director got me reading the Office of Readings. And I discovered these people like Augustine and Ambrose, a little selection from them together with a scripture passage each day. If if you guys don't do the Liturgy of the Hours, I'm going to really encourage you to think about not only the Liturgy of the Hours in general, but the Office of Readings in particular. It's really bathing yourself in the river of Catholic tradition. It takes about Mm. 15 minutes to do. Um, You can do it at any time of the day. But anyway, that was my introduction to the fathers. I, and so often the fathers of the church, the great teachers of this, the, the second through the eighth centuries—we're talking the, the successors of the apostles—and then you know pretty much until about the year 800, the, the ones who helped write the creeds and develop the liturgies that we now so cherish—the Byzantine liturgy, the, mm-hmm. the, the Roman liturgy. Anyway, the, these teachers, great teachers, they're real people, and most of the time they're like an encyclopedia entry and. There's no flesh and blood on their bones. So I I wrote a book that put some flesh and blood on on about 22 of of, of the many fathers of the church. And it's easy to read. Um, it it kind, It's kind of, I think, a page-turner in that it's a story, and they're yeah. linked together. It kind of shows how a lot of these guys are linked together, mm-hmm. like Ambrose was the mentor of Augustine, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So anyway, uh, I love it. I love the book. I, I reread it myself from time to time, you know, um, but it's done very well. And it's helped bring a lot of Catholics into a deeper understanding of their faith. It's also helped a lot of Protestants and Orthodox. For sure. Um, and so it, it's meant the Fathers, like the Scriptures, should draw us together. Yep. And so anyway, mm. that's that's one of the things that when the church was young. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm.
0: wild that what you describe that you're doing taking somebody from being an encyclopedia entry and turning them into someone that you can know and have a relationship with is exactly what your son has done with Colby. Mm-hmm. That, I mean it's like the apple doesn't fall far from the branch. Do people say that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I've never heard
3: it so specific with an apple. I just usually it's the fruit.
1: Yeah. Or the tree. Yeah.
2: But yeah, so you you were able to take in book form and and do what your son is now doing in movie form, and both of you are making it possible for people to have a, a deeper encounter with these people who had an encounter with Christ. And and uh, I've heard the quote that saints are saint makers, and so by putting people in touch with saints, right, you're you're helping them mm. to
4: be made saints by these other people. One of the things I, I want to say is that. It is just so easy, especially now with all forms of media available to us, to be absorbed in the bad news, mm. and the bad news in the church in particular. You know, um, it's just really, really easy. For to, sure. So, uh, the antidote to that is looking at the saints. It's looking at the scriptures, of course, and feeding our minds with the Word of God. But the saints are success stories. They're they're live. They're, they're kind of like a. The, the Word of God made flesh in a new sort of a way, you mm-hmm. know, not in the same way as, as the person yeah, of Jesus not a, Christ. Not a capital I yeah, incarnation. It, yeah, yeah, but but, it, it. but it really, I mean, this the reason we venerate the saints is because they're members of the body of Christ, and they have won the race, and they, they're really helping us to see a dimension of who Jesus is. That's that's why we venerate the saints. But we need these inspirational stories. We need not only to feel proud, but but to be to to, to realize that it can be done, that Mm. God can do this in us and he can do it in others who right now don't look very much like saints (laughs) like us. You know, and and well, like St. Augustine.
2: Yeah, I mentioned he was not really a saintly man until in his 40s or something when he
4: had his deeper conversion. Absolutely. I mean, and that's one of the great things about Augustine. And, and you know, in, in Scripture, Peter, I love the stories of mm-hmm. Peter. He gives hope to all of us. You know, if God could do something great with Peter and Augustine, what can he do with us? It's, <laughs> right. We've got to stop making excuses and let him have his way in us, you know? Mm, so good. So anyway, telling the story of the saints, seeing Anthony do this film, um, and, and, you know, I try to do it with the gifts I have as a writer and a speaker. But I think it's just really important.
0: Yeah. Writer, speaker, teacher, teacher. And then pilgrimage guide? Yeah. What is that?
4: (laughs) Just throw in, just why not have 20 jobs? The real reason why so many people are not interested in the Catholic faith is because most Catholics look like they're stagnant. Mm. They look like they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Uh, they're maintaining and and they're coasting. And really, life with Jesus is an adventure. That's what discipleship is really about. You're following somebody. He lit, literally led those guys all over the Middle yeah. East, uh, you know? The trip the trip from Capernaum to Jerusalem is 100 miles, 110 miles. <laughs> they're walking all the time, they're moving all the time. If you mm-hmm. didn't pay attention for a while and you just kind of got daydreaming, you'd find yourself sitting somewhere and Jesus and the and the rest would be down the road. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, the point is pilgrimage is is It helps to get that point across that it really is an adventure. We're we're going deeper all the time. We're pursuing him. Mm -hmm. We don't just believe in him. We avidly pursue him. So to take people to the Holy Land, to to walk in the footsteps of Jesus and the apostles, and then take them to Rome, Italy, where they walk in the footsteps of the saints. And really, the saint stories are all over Europe and many other places as well. So we go, I take people all over the place. But it's discovering our heritage. It's discovering the, the glory, the beauty, the richness of who we are as a people, you know. And then you have a organization, the
0: Crossroads Initiative. What is this? What? How do people lock lock in or follow along with this?
4: Yeah, well, you can go to dritaly.com. That's the website. No apostrophe. That's Dr. D-R. I didn't even spell out the doctor. It's D-R-I-T-A-L-Y dot com. Seven letters. Of course, you can go to CrossroadsInitiative.com, but that's long, too, okay? (laughs) So where Crossroads comes from is that band that I told you about a long time time ago, back in in the 80s. I was traveling around with uh, other guys, Catholics, and a few Protestants as well, but we were going to Catholic high schools, we were going to colleges, and we were bringing people to a crossroads, making a decision to go deeper with Christ, either your first step to to start traveling in his direction or to go deeper uh, rather than that stagnation we were talking about a little while ago anyway that band uh, led people to that crossroads but crossroads is also a place where people come together and take nourishment and rest and reflect on their journey so anyway the website is just full of great resources to urge you on to the journey and then feed you so you can make that journey and make it with a smile on your face. I think Nick
0: has a connection to uh, some pilgrimage, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's
3: right. My parents and actually my mom and two of her sisters and their husbands. So it's kind of like a six uh,
4: group of six went with you. Where did where all did y'all go? I know Fatima. And we then went to Fatima. And then we, we cruised, did a river cruise, yeah. which is awesome, uh, an awesome way to travel. I love to do river cruises because we rent the whole boat. <laughs> and the whole boat is a floating Catholic community, so it's tremendous fellowship yeah, and we're visiting shrines along the way, having daily mass together um, learning about the Saints. So anyway we went yeah we, we, we basically went all the way to Salamanca. We, we, we gotcha. floated into Spain and yeah. then we took a bus and we talked about Saint John of the Cross who was a student there and we talked about uh, Teresa of Avila and who, who uh, lived in a convent there. You know so it was really kind of super cool, cool. yeah, yeah. yeah And
2: really when cool. you rent the whole boat, does Jesus sleep in the front of it?
4: He's the captain. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. got it. And he never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will T- say, T- if you're thinking about doing
3: this, my parents said they were kind of the youngest people at age 60. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, like,
0: here's a question for you, Nick. Like, is it? No. Do your, does your family feel like my son made it? Doctor Italy's coming to the studio. Like, is there a, like, For sure. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even
3: talked to my dad, but he's like, I'm sure he's like, for real. Like the guy that sends me emails and that I follow, like <laughs> personal that emails. That guy. That guy. Yeah.
0: You know, and Dr. Italy, r- same question to you. Do you feel like after being on Bill O'Reilly and writing all these books, um, appearing with Gerardo Rivera, that you've made it now that you're with the Beatitudes? I, no.
4: <laughs> I've been waiting for this all my life. Yes. <laughs> Just looking for that text.
0: Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's happening, babe. I, I'm finally there. Paul and Jeff and Nick, you know, the Beatitudes. <laughs> 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 well, speaking of making it, we want to make it even harder for you by playing a little game. This game is called oh, no. Blessed Are the Joke Makers, oh. for they
2: shall inherit the 78 points. 78. Wow. Good year. It's my right.
0: year, y'all. And you uh, you get to be the judge. Paul will explain.
2: Yeah, so we have a character card and a Catholic card game card. And as the character, whatever this is, usually a generic something, um, not like a specific person. And then we have to answer the Catholic card game prompt, which could be a fill-in-the-blank um, question something related to the catholic faith so for today our character card is as the biggest loser you're
0: picking one of us i'm the biggest loser is going to act this out brother yeah so oh my gosh
2: and mm-hmm. we have to answer the prompt doubting thomas wished he was known for blank jeff <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not even <laughs> going well, we, have to, we have to do it
2: <laughs> well we know the bias is there
0: <laughs> no you know Listen here, Dr. Italy, this is a great cruise, but I gotta tell you something. Doubting Thomas, he had all his worries about the wounds of Christ. He should have known to really doubt that there's no such place called Salamonica that you're taking us to. <laughs> <laughs> now they get to go, and then you get to judge them like you're judging me.
2: Well, I lost a lot of weight on that show, The Biggest Loser, and... Um... And I I did pretty well. Uh, doubting Thomas stuck his finger in the side of Christ, but I think he wished he was known for, for sticking his hand on the side of his belly and fi- feeling exactly with the calipers, you know, what his body fat percentage was.
0: <laughs> he had a BMI that's, doubt.
2: That's right. That's wow. basically where I was going to go. So. <laughs> Give me a second.
3: You know, on The Biggest Loser, I might not have lost the most weight, but I was known for being the loudest. And I think (laughs) Doubting Thomas would have rather been known as Shouting Thomas. Hey, all
2: right. That's a good turnaround. It's a good pivot.
0: There is definitely things that uh, you should go fast so nobody takes it from you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to award 78 (laughs) points, my friend. Okay, so I'm I'm unclear. Do I— Oh, it's you literally to pick just subjective. One of us, subjective. Which one of one us wins. Which one Wh- did you who's like? Who's the
2: worst or who's the best? Your cho- your call. You,
0: somebody's going to get 78 points because you're going to say their name.
2: Who, okay. who played the biggest loser the best to you?
1: Let's Nick. go. Nick! Let's go
2: right
0: Nick, who felt the rug pulled out from underneath him, got his biggest those, loser those
3: are brain my best, going. Those are yeah. my best you, moments. Your pivots are yeah. phenomenal. I just need to not think <laughs> until
2: it's time to go. <laughs>
0: You know how I do that? I just go. I, I skip the thinking part. You do usually part. go for yeah. yeah. Jeff is
2: like, "You want to know what my secret is? <laughs> got I got everything." <laughs>
0: Ever It works. Dr. Early for being our celebrity guest judge, you're getting a pair of socks from sockreligious.com. Oh, man. These are Swiss guard socks. Oh, that's socks. incredible. Yeah, I yeah. knew I you love would say that. that. And so these have been sitting earmarked for me because we've been trying to get you on the show since before we launched.
2: Oh, yeah. And these so, are really good for roaming around. Here.
4: I am going to Vatican City in April and I'm going to wear these. They could probably mistake go. you for and one of the guards. They're right. Gonna let me <laughs> right, they're going to let me right through. That's it.
0: Tuck oh. your slacks into them. This is this is
4: like
2: <laughs> Make yeah. sure to grow out your hal beard before you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: For any nice. of you Beatitudes that want your own pair of <laughs> sock religious so socks. So oh, God bless. Thank Absolutely. You. you earned them. You. Hey, I want to make a plug real quick. We're about to go to commercial break. Some of you like to go, skip, skip, skip through commercials. You're going to come back to a new song after the commercials. So you listen in close. It's going to blow your Mozart mind.
3: The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech smart and morally sound approach. They provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days, faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the Faith and Finance Score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, you can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting. And make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today.
0: Hey y'all, this is Jeff Shufflebine. When Nick and I set out to start our new company, Undivided Life, we were really concerned about how would we cover the healthcare needs of our growing families. And we were so excited to find a company that fit both our medical needs and our faith beliefs perfectly. It's called Solidarity HealthShare. It is an ethical alternative to traditional health insurance. We're never part of sharing in the medical costs of anything that goes against the teachings of the Catholic Church, making it a great alternative for Catholics and Christians alike. Solidarity is very affordable, which is perfect for a large family or for a new and growing business like the one we've started. So visit joinsolidarity.com today so that you can get started with us.
2: Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here. And I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot. So whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out DivineComedyImprov.com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun. Stop
1: what you're doing. And listen
0: to the and listen. Welcome back everybody to the Beatitudes. What? What? Who? When? Why? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I put a couple feelers out there about like how could we uh, bring in a little bit of different genres into the show to appeal to all sorts of listeners. <laughs> and for those of you classically trained, um, this is our Mozart welcome back song. I'm, I'm still trying to <laughs> listen to it again in my own Y'all, brain. What so was that? I, I'm going to play it again, but I do want you to know this is genuine. The Beatitudes and Dr. Italy have never heard this before. There are only me and my wife and two other people that have heard this rendition of the Welcome Back song. You ready for it one more time?
2: Yeah, here we go. Stop what you're
1: doing and listen to the Beatitudes.
3: I missed that the first time. Listen to the Beatitudes. Yes. Amazing.
0: Yeah, so here we are. We're welcome back. We're we're welcome back. (laughs) Uh.
2: Sentences. Good.
0: Hey, Dr. Dillard, do you think you could maybe bust out that old bass guitar of yours and start recording some tracks for the Beatitudes? Sure. We'd be happy to feature your work here. If I get another pair of socks. Ooh, okay. He drives a hard bargain. One sock. You gotta...
2: (laughs) For each lick, we'll get... you. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding,
0: ding. (laughs) Yeah, like we we you earned those because we put a lot of pressure on you, but now you can do one sock at a time. When you can make a whole wardrobe. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hey, uh, we've been talking with Doctor Italy from Crossroads Initiative. He's an author, a speaker. He's a pilgrim guide.
4: Theologian.
0: Theologian, and let me ask you, where are you teaching these days? Where can somebody perhaps lock into the theology education?
4: I teach at the Catholic Distance University. Is so that y- close by? Yeah, <laughs> it's as close. <laughs> It's as close as your phone or <laughs> your computer. It's exclusively online, and it okay. was voted the best online Catholic university in the country, best online Catholic uh, on, uh, theology program. Wow. So, yeah, I teach uh, there, and people can go to cdu.edu to find out more about That's the tricky. courses I, love I teach. yeah yeah and and um it's awesome what's the course that you're teaching right now i'm teaching two courses right now i'm teaching a course called the catholic theological tradition which is like an overview a sweep from the fathers of the church all the way up to the present of um, the way our doctrine has been progressively understood and taught in the church so we go through things like the fathers of the church and the reformation and you know vatican ii lots of controversial talk about areas yeah areas we talk about areas and stuff like that yep and then i'm teaching liturgy and sacraments which is probably the course that people love the most because it impacts their faith the most it really enriches their experience of of sunday they yeah sunday (laughs) and and their whole religious life really Yeah. yeah so gosh that's awesome yeah
0: uh I hope that people are listening and getting a chance to do that, because how many times I talk to people that say, I wish I could go deeper in my faith, but I can't carve out the time to be driving over to the University of Dallas. Well, you can carve out the time to press play and say whatever doom scrolling you're doing, and you can get educated, and you can be fulfilled in the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen.
2: I'll tell you what, uh, with Exodus 90 and trying to stay away from phone stuff, which I have not been super successful at yet, although growing in it, but... Just the time away from the phone and the amount of extra spiritual reading I've been able to do because of that and yep. realizing that, oh, I actually do have loads of time that I was just wasting on, on other things that were worthless. Instead of like fulfilling filling up
0: my voids with new things, I just line up food and stare at it on Wednesday and Friday. <laughs> uh, just to torture yourself. I know you. I know you, sandwich. I know what you're like. <laughs> had you before (laughs) okay so listen we're going to do a question (laughs) called the beatitudes question of the day this actually is for all four of us to answer um and i've received amazing feedback about this segment from my wife oh awesome! (laughs) yeah same (laughs) and actually actually, she likes y'all's answers too and our guest answers because it gives us a a chance to all kind of jump in together but we're taking a different one this this time and it's um for the question today share with us and we'll pray about it a prayer intention two of them actually one about your own needs so we can pray for something for you and the other about the needs of someone else. Mm. And I recognize that we record these on a certain day and it could be weeks to a month before it comes out, but prayer is prayer and it exists in time and eternity, so your prayers still matter. And we would love for you in the comments, share your prayer intentions, and please count on the fact that the Beatitudes and every other Beatitude listening and watching will also join in the prayer for your intentions. Happy to go first. Um, My first prayer intention is just to have the state of presence, so being completely present to family when i'm right now cramming for a new baby that's coming in five days and a big move where our entire house is being moved about 10 miles so i can get closer to saint Anne. the physical house
3: is not being moved it's the contents it's <laughs> being a helicoptered <laughs> <laughs> it's being airlifted very to stressful out. you can
0: move a house i've that's learned this true recently. good point uh it's not a historic landmark yet so um but so I just want to be present. Yet. One day. Yeah. St. Jeff lived here. <laughs> Go on. Yet. Yeah. I
2: love how he just slips that in. The
0: saint of <laughs> the definition of humility lived here. So uh, I just want to be present. And that's yeah. not easy when you're distracted. Yeah. Um, my other one is we have a friend of a friend who is right now this minute in a very long surgery for pelvic cancer. Mm-hmm. And may, her name's Courtney. She's had a tough couple years. And then this this hit her. And she may or may not wake up with an amputated leg. So mm-hmm. we're just praying for the absolute best outcomes and for the peace uh, and and really the successful outcome of just the surgery in general. So that's my prayer intentions. And I will kick it over to you'll go last. Dr. Italy. Paul, you
2: ready? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's not that he specifically asked me to pray for him, but I just I think it's always good to pray for our priests. And he's my brother and yes. he is um, about, what, eight or nine months into his uh his first year as a priest. And so, uh, it's been pretty exciting. I mean, as of, as of the time of this recording, but, um, yeah, it's really, really cool to see how he's taken to it. And I've gotten to catch up with him here and there and just find out a little bit more about his experience and his uh, name for everybody. Oh, Kevin. Yes. Kevin Colker. Colker. Um, if you'd pray for him, his first assignment's going great and he's loving it. He's just soaking it all in and, but just to keep praying for For him because we need to lift up our priests. And and then of course he's my brother. So I want to make sure that he's covered in prayer. So, um, so there's that one, and then for, for myself, um, actually a pretty unique opportunity. It's still alive. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, and maybe by the time the show airs, I'll know one way or the other, but would love prayers for an opportunity to actually, weirdly enough to say this out loud, to um, be uh, Jeremy Renner's photo double on uh, Mayor of Kingstown is still, still very alive. much alive. They reached back out to me and said, "We haven't cast it yet. We'll let you know if anything changes." So you do look just like. Him. I mean, I you don't know
0: who Jeremy Rayner is. Just look at him and think of a celebrity. That's that guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the- he, he plays Hawkeye in the Marvel movies yeah. and yeah. all of that, and he's been in tons of other stuff too. Hurt I Locker. always thought that was you, right? Yeah, I know. I wish. I wish I had that guy's. No, no, but you wouldn't um, be
0: sitting here with us if you had that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I wish you well,
2: but not that well. I'm just kidding. Wow, <laughs> be the okay. photo double. This is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I, I found out that that could still potentially happen. Cool. Um, so what's, yeah, just asking for prayers on what's that. What's your
0: height difference between the two of you?
2: I honestly think we're about the same height. We're maybe like a half inch difference. Because they they said between five eight and five ten, and it's like that's right where Perfect. I am. Yeah. It's your
0: hair that you got to keep adjusting. Well, it depends.
2: Yeah, more ge- more gel if I need to go a little. <laughs> if I'm a little short that day.
0: Dude, congrats! That's thank, cool. And prayers. You. We're all going to pray about this. Yeah, thank yeah absolutely. You.
3: Um, for me, I think it's just the prayer for wisdom, just in life, in yeah, things going on in business, and um, as a beatitude. Yeah, yeah, just more wisdom. Um, for others, uh recent add to our prayer list was actually Amanda Shufflebein. As you mentioned all the things, Briley was like, could you imagine <laughs> as a nine-months pregnant woman
0: Sounds like a bad joke. doing <laughs> all the things?
3: All the things. So our, our prayer
0: lately has been for Amanda. Thank you.
2: Wow. Yeah, the woman who's about to give birth is being born from a house to another house
0: oh yeah i mean think about this we had to come up with the logic of what is she going to do while i'm moving the bed that she's supposed to be in taking care of this infant So right.
2: <laughs> good luck no it's going to be like one like like of these wizard like you always like we say
0: Jeff, up the bed
3: you just got to logic your way through it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just going to make up new words and see how that works <laughs> that's, gonna, that's dynastic yeah move a for <laughs> Dr. Italy, you put up with a lot already. What are your intentions that you'd like for us to pray
4: for? All right, myself first. Yes, sir. I'm praying that uh, the Lord help me to be a more effective intercessor, Mm. to make me more Mm. effective in intercessory prayer, which means i got to listen better. I need to know what to pray for, how to pray. I need to pray with more faith. Um, I need to pray more consistently and more more deeply, uh, more sacrificially so that uh, God can do more through my prayer. I I think all of us— um, well, I know all of us are anointed uh, as mm-hmm. in priest, prophet, and king. Uh, well, uh, priest, part of that is interceding for others. Mm-hmm. And we, all of us yeah. have a vocation to intercession. So anyway, I just feel you know that's what I, 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 I need to be growing in right now. And um, I pray every day for Pope Francis. Yeah. I pray for him to be d- increasingly docile to the Holy Spirit because I know that's what he wants, and I know how hard that is to be uh, m- mm. myself. I, I mean, honestly... I feel like i miss a lot of the inspirations of the spirit i don't get them clear it's hard and um it's hard the busier you are i think and um so i I pray that that he would be able to hear and sense what the spirit is doing so that he can lead according to the spirit more and
0: more amen i think these are great prayers prayers and anybody who knows your work to also see that you are you know yearning for more prayer and to go deeper is an inspiration so i think that that also helps i'm going to pray for us so that we're not just saying it; yep. we do it and then we'll turn around and we'll conclude with something very magical it has to do with you all right name father and the son and the holy spirit amen jesus you know what we need before we bring it to you and you ask for our participation and you ask for our docility and our yes and today we come to you with these intentions both personal and for others and that we've shared in this room and for everybody who will post them in the comments when the show airs or beyond that we can have our prayers be guided straight to you through your blessed mother and that we can also just keep in mind the need for us to continue to grow in holiness so that we can be that vessel and that salt of the earth and light to the world that you call us to be in your name we pray amen, amen. 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 Oh,
2: so all right nuts. wait 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 jeff before Sorry. you do that <laughs> i just want to jump in and say real quick i love how we all said what our intentions were for ourselves and i'm, I'm over here saying something about an acting gig for myself or whatever and dr Dr. D'Ambrosio is like, um, I would like to pray for the gift of being able to pray for other people better. <laughs> it's the most unselfish self-intention. I love it. No, that's just beautiful. That was that's beautiful.
0: Fantastic. He's not picking on you. He's We're acknowledging how beautiful that is. That is,
2: yeah. yes. I'm, I'm picking on myself. We that's need more of doing. that. Yes. Yep.
0: So, yep. Uh, Dr. Lee, we do this really won't be embarrassing uh, knowing you, but we do a different ending to every Monday show. It's called Reverse Simpsons. They start shows differently. We end them differently. And so you can imagine, because your show is like episode 90-something, that we are having to get pretty creative. Mm. But knowing your music background Mm -hmm. and your roots, we were thinking about what a beautiful way it could be to finish this show by asking you, and I'm going to give you a minute to kind of think about this while we blab, to sing for us. And so uh, Paul kind of dropped a nugget in my ear and said, what if we asked Dr. D'Ambrosio to share uh, some bars from his favorite Marian hymn or from your favorite... Song that the crossroads used to do in the 80s, or I mean, I'm afraid from
2: the Liturgy of the Hours, maybe if there's a hymn in there that that you sing regularly.
0: And all we're gonna do is just allow you this time, and if you think this is the worst idea ever, then we'll try (laughs) to figure out a different plan, (laughs) 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 all
4: right? All right, and we're ready for you whenever you're ready. Well, set up, yeah, Yeah. please, okay. (laughs) So I fell in love with the Liturgy of the Hours. I had a Trappist spiritual director. I went on retreat a lot to Trappist monasteries when I was a uh, a crazy young adult. And uh, so I loved Compline. Compline is kind of like the completion of the day. And it's the only time in the day that the church actually in its liturgy uh, has Marian prayer. And that is a Marian antiphon, Hail Holy Queen. So I learned one, a Gregorian one, and um, it became the lullaby for my kids. it's it's not a lullaby for my grandkids. Mm -hmm. When we get together as a family, we pray Compline um, and the kids and and parents and grandparents all all sing Hail, Holy Queen together. And uh, it made its way into the movie. So, wow, wow. Wow. that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, one of the things the guys sing in the cell, this is true about the, the, the guys in the starvation cell, they were singing, and that singing was able to be heard in the camp, and it did the exact opposite of what the Nazis wanted, it enlivened, it emboldened, it strengthened, it encouraged everybody in the camp. So it goes like this.
1: Hail, holy queen, mother of mercy. Hail, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To you do we cry pen is children of Eve. To you do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this veil of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy toward us. And after this our exile show unto us the blessed fruit of your womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Italy, you can find him at Crossroads Initiative. That was beautiful. We'll see you in the Liturgy of the Hours, and for the rest of you, we will see see you in the Eucharist. Eucharist. God bless you.
2: Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and 2 on your keyboard, at the underscore beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there.